It's Monday, December 19th. From inside the WTOP newsroom, this is the DMV Download Podcast, brought to you by Steamfitters Local 602. Get an estimate and learn more at steamfitters-602.org. Today, Commanders fans are up in arms for a few reasons. First, their team lost yesterday in prime time on an official's controversial call. And then the design of the team's memorial to a beloved player killed years ago fell flat. WTOP Sports Director George Wallace joins us to tell us why. So every time they end up in the news for the wrong reasons, they do something for Sean Taylor. And New Year's is right around the corner. Is this just another day on the calendar or a chance to start something new? We have a ton of thoughts and we discuss. Thanks for joining us. I'm Megan Cloherty. And I'm Luke Garrett. It was the most anticipated game on the schedule. These back-to-back games between the Giants and the Commanders played out last night in prime time. Not only did the Commanders lose, they lost on what many fans and head coach Ron Rivera say was a bad call by the refs. We'll get to that infuriating game in a minute, but first to the controversy over the memorial to Sean Taylor. George Wallace is here with us, sports director himself. Thank you for being here. Oh, thanks for having me. Okay, for those who don't know, tell us who Sean Taylor was and what happened, just so we can kind of get a basis for before we talk about the memorial. Mm. Uh, Sean Taylor was a safety, played for the uh, then uh, drafted back in 2004 by the franchise, Mm -hmm. and was uh, tragically murdered in 2007. Uh, and was on his way to becoming one of the best of, you know, it's tough to say how good he was going to be, but he was trending in that direction. Incredible future ahead of him. Yeah, and to see his life taken like that, cut short like that, I mean, he left a tremendous impact on this franchise, on this uh, area, in the D.C. area. Uh, so very beloved when he at the time of his passing, uh, and it was very tragic. I remember I was in uh, elementary school at the time, and everyone had to wear uh, jerseys of the team, um, and there was a whole day dedicated to it, and there was like a mass dedicated. It was a, like a really big deal, I remember. Yeah, and everybody wore the players for, I mean, they still do this. Correct me if I'm wrong. They wear 21 on their helmets when it's like Sean Taylor Day or something? Or yeah, they, that had a, they had a couple times where they honored him. Um, last year they named one of the roads. Outside FedEx Field, Sean Taylor Way, I think it was, and they wow. wore the, the the 21 decal. Uh, they did it this year as well. They did it when they put his name in the Ring of Fame at FedEx Field. So, yeah, they've honored him a few uh, along the way. Mm. It's, it's crazy. It's been 2007. It's crazy. It's been 15 years. I mean, I remember it like it was yesterday. I mean, it was just... Because it was just so wild. He was in his yeah. house in yeah, Miami. Yeah, break-in, right? It was yeah. a break-in. He was shot in the leg in yep. a femoral artery, so oh. he basically... That was it. Oh, um, and, and he was he, injured, so he would. that's the only reason he was yeah. home. Mm. I mean, he, he was not playing at the time. He was rehabbing his knee. So, Just yeah. a crazy, it's a crazy story. Anyway, but see, he was a beloved player of the team. And, and I think some people don't understand why the fan base is so attached to his memory. You know what I mean? I mean, I know it was a tragic loss, but I think that it's because he was at the height of his. Yeah, and I think, and, and that's it. And that's where you have to be kind of be careful, too, because that you hear a lot of that. Okay, he played for, th- you know, only three years. I mean, how right. good could he have been? How you know, that Prolific. they celebrate him yeah. like this. But I think because of the kind of player he was, maybe the way this 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 happened, um, and he was definitely on his way uh, to being one of the one of the greatest. Mm. And so the commanders, you know, unveiled this memorial a, a few weeks ago, but there was some stiff reaction to it. I mean, just bring us back to that moment before we get to what happened, you know, recently. It was something, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> you were there? I was there. So yeah, they they said they were going <laughs> to like uh, I'm like for anticipating this like oh like reaction. Well, and that's just kind of the way that it was, and that's the way it's been for everything that they've tried to do to honor Sean Taylor. I mean, mm. 
Last year when they did the 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 road, I mean, they take a picture in front of porta potties, like with his family, you know, and they put it on their social. Media. Uh, so right. it's you know the the Jersey retirement thing. They announced it the Wednesday before. Right. Uh, oh yeah, so, and they gave so, nobody any time yeah, to get there. Right. Yeah. So yeah, everything they've kind of done to honor his legacy has just come. It just seems to have come up short. So they unveiled this project. Everybody thought it was going to be a statue, and to their credit, they didn't. They never said statue, mm. but everybody's kind of thinking that or hoping that it was. Right. And it's basically a mannequin. They un- unveil it. It's like a wired mannequin. And it's like you'd see in a department store with his jersey and pants and cleats and a helmet. And the team's mm. whole thing was everything's there. The only thing missing is Sean Taylor, but he's still there. Like the actual body, you know, that they're reasoning for ghost, all of this. Like, yeah, it's just. But it's if just, you walked by it and you didn't know Sean Taylor's number, it would just look like it was like it was a this modern is what uniform. The uniform is correct. So it was not a uniform Sean Taylor would have worn. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was a Redskins uniform. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And it had, you know, and, and then they messed up. They had a Nike jersey and Adidas pants, or vice versa. And uh, you know, he he would famously used to tape his face mask up with the white tape around it. He would, you know, it's not not legal as far as NFL. <laughs> You know, he got fined for it a lot, but right. that was, that his, was look. his look. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and he taped his cleats a lot. Um, you know, messed with different socks. So the fans were kind of outraged that that none of that was on there. And then the jersey and the pants are different brands, which I mean, you know, yeah, whatever I that mean, is, that's, that's, that's nitpicking, nitpicking but... because you know the NFL is a Nike thing and they had Adidas and I, you know, whatever. So they changed that after the outrage from the fans. So now it's taped up. Now the face mask is taped. His cleats are taped. Uh, and the jersey and pants match, mm. but it's sort of like are, are the fans happy? Are they? Who is, knows? I, I mean, yeah. Think, I, I mean, I, I'll be honest. At this point, I don't think anybody is expecting them to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just sad. I mean, when, I, when they were, they unveiled it, it was November twenty seventh. I think it was Thanksgiving weekend, and they take take this whole thing down, and they got the whole the, the former teammates there, and Clinton Portis, and and uh, Santana and his family, and then it's it's a mannequin. It's like a you know, it's a mannequin. So like, what was very underwhelming. Like a- they're expecting like a una. It was like a curtain, and everyone was just silent. That's exactly what it was. Oh, yep. That's that's sad. And you know, Clinton Portis on record said, "Look, first of all, this should have been done, you know, however many years 2008, ago, five, at ten, least. ten years yeah. ago. Yeah, you know, they're late on it. Or it, 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 my thing is, you don't have to do anything anymore. You don't have to do it if you're going to do something like that. Right. Don't do it. Right. Well, I mean, like, do a bronze have it done statue. Ten I mean, years I feel like every yeah. Stadium has a bronze, beautiful bronze sculpture of someone. And yeah, then Cynical Megan comes in from the back and says, are they just doing this because they're in such a bad way with morale and, yes. and team support, fan support? So every time they end up in the news for the wrong reasons, they do something for Sean Taylor. Mm. Happened this year, the, jer- the jersey thing, his family on the field. Oof. It's just weird, but that's just it. It seems like that's what they do. They trot him out when they need it. Oh, Oof. man. Okay, so now on to the game because there's nothing more to say about that. Um, Until they do something else, right? Then... Washington's team lost to the Giants. It was twenty to twelve, so it wasn't a blowout by any means. Um, but why does this feel like such a big loss? Oh, it was. It was. It was the whole time we're sitting there, and it's you know the seven three game or ten three. It just felt like so much more because Washington couldn't do anything. They had one drive at the end of the start of the second half. Mm. Finally, got some sort of momentum going, but they couldn't. They couldn't do anything. And the big that the problem is. Yeah, they played them two weeks ago, and you had a bye week. And the Giants lost by 50 to the Eagles yeah. last yes. week. It wasn't that many, but I felt like <laughs> A it. lot. A lot. Uh, so you figure you've had a bye week to fix some things that you did against the Giants. It's a game you should have won two weeks ago. Yeah. And you go one for 10 on third down. You turn the ball over in the red zone. 
Uh, yeah, okay, the referees at the end of the game, that's fine. But the, you can never, and I'm never a blame the ref kind of guy, but that, that was. <laughs> that Except, was there that, are exceptions that, that to the he, rule. Like he was mugged at pass, pass interference. Mugged. Like, yes, you should have, they should have had another play. But the other thing is, too, even if they get the ball on the one, they score a touchdown, they still have to have a two point con- convert a two point conversion. So it wasn't going to be tied right. automatically if they get that call. In case for some, just, just on the off chance that someone maybe didn't see that final play. That we're talking about. Can you describe it, please? Yeah. <laughs> so it was fourth down. Uh, uh, I think it was 20 seconds left. And Taylor Heineke scrambling around. First of all, he should have thrown the ball a lot quicker. And that's that's a whole other podcast. Well, there was a delay a game earlier in the game, yeah. wasn't there? Yeah. Uh, and he tried to make something happen. Just threw it up for grabs kind of to Curtis Samuel. And the defender literally had his hands behind. Like he was. They were jostling for position, but it wasn't even. Jostling's one thing. But this, he had his defender like Adam wrapped up yeah. and was pulling his jersey. I mean, it was just blatant. And then and, the last second, let's go, and then kind of punches the ball as it's coming through the players. Yeah, I mean, it was, yeah. it was, you have to make that call. And the play before, they called Terry McLaurin for an illegal procedure where Terry McLaurin had, uh, you have to be up on the line of scrimmage. And he, receivers, when they line up, they'll look at the referee on the side judge and they'll say, Am I good? You know, because mm. you got to be on the line. And the referee will give him a, a thumbs up. So Terry looked over, referee told him to move up a little bit, and then he looked over again and gave him a thumbs up. So he told him he was good. The ref did. Yeah. And then he threw the flag. So on on Terry, Terry McLaurin. So that took off the replay that, is kind of bananas. That took a touchdown off the board. So then they had the they back it up and then they had the fourth down. So it's it's one of two ways. You can't call that ticky tack on Terry and then not call the blatant pass interference. Right. And I couldn't hear the television broadcast in the in the press box, but Apparently, even the head of you know the officials, they you know each TV crew now has an official in the booth to kind of go over rules with them, uh, with the with the audience, mm-hmm. and they were just saying you have to call that. I mean, mm. it's just blatant. So. And it was just sort of funny, Ron Rivera after the fact. I mean, he is very limited in what he can say. Oh yeah, correct he, me if I'm wrong fine. against yeah. the officials, yeah. and he was like right up on the line. Oh, he was there, and he said he comes in the press conference after. He goes, "Don't ask me about the officials because I can't answer the question." Right. And then he turns it around and he goes, what did you see? And then someone said, Terry McLaurin said, you know, he looked over, he looked like he was good. He goes, that's what I saw. So Ron, he, you know, he's he, he's going to get fined if he says anything. And players, too, all Against said, the refs, yeah. Players said last night, too, we can't, you know, can't I don't want really to get fined. Right. But, and the choice words he would have if he actually could say what he felt. Yeah, mm. but there were plenty of opportunities for them to win the game. And it's just unfortunate because it was one of the biggest games. I mean, they haven't had a primetime game at home like that probably in almost five years with that much on the line. And you come out flat, you look terrible on offense, mm. and it's just not. It's those know. big games. They just kind yeah. of always, yeah. like. Yeah. It's... I mean, half the place was giant fans, as always. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know. Dang. So, ultimately, they lost. Where does that <laughs> leave them? <laughs> they um, did. Leave them as far as, in you know, the playoffs uh, the rest of the season. Well, it's going to be a lot tougher now. And the I think the Giants went from a 40 to 85% chance to make the playoffs. Washington's down <laughs> to, like, 30% now with the mm. loss. Uh they're at seven, six, and one, currently in the seventh and final playoff spot. But they know unless they, if they win out, sure, but they're not going to win out. Mm. There's a tough schedule coming up. So, and Seattle and the Lions are right behind them by a half game. So a lot has to happen for them now to get in. Seattle Lions have to lose. Yeah, mm. I have to ask you a question about Dan Snyder. Here we go. Do you think? I mean, given everything that's that's gone on with the pressure on him to sell the team. That he's going to make it through this season, and then something might happen. Or do you think it's still possible with this NFL owners meeting that's happening soon that it could happen this season? 
Oh, it's not going to happen this season. No. Oh, selling the team. Yeah. No, the next owners' meeting is in March. I think that'll be the. Oh, big I thought thing. they were meeting again to no, discuss. They had one his last week. Situation. No, it was last week. Uh, oh. It's not. Nothing's going to happen now. Mm. And there's only three weeks left, so right. I, I think you're going to see it. And the NFL doesn't really want that looming over the playoffs. Off, or something. Yeah, they want to bury Super it. And yeah, have no one pay attention until after the Super Bowl. Yeah. Mm. Oh no, everybody's going to pay attention. I was going to say, don't I don't think that. you can't get it past us here no. in Washington. That's Every, for sure. No, everybody's going to be waiting for that. But I think the owners' meetings in March will be a you know next big one. George Wallace, sports director, WTOP, all things Commanders. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Coming up after the break, a hot take on New Year's resolutions and why it comes down to one word. Backed by the experience of its hardworking members, Steamfitters Local 602 is ready to take on your next commercial heating, cooling, HVAC, or refrigeration project. Steamfitters Local 602 adds value to our community through its partnerships with local contractors and building owners, all while keeping the focus on improving the lives of its members and their families throughout the DMV. For work that's on time and on budget, go to steamfitters-602.org to schedule your next project. That's steamfitters-602.org. Steamfitters Local 602, changing lives. Explain your DNA on, on 10 cases, man. You're inside the police interrogation room with the alleged Potomac River rapist. I'm not guilty on any of this stuff. So calm, so reasonable. Could this be the man who terrorized women for nine years before murdering a brilliant scientist two decades ago? Experience one of the most fascinating true crime podcasts available. Join crime reporter Paul Wagner for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms. And before we go, New Year's resolutions. Love them? Leave them? What are you thinking, Megan Clardy? Okay, well, I have a totally different take. Whoa. Um, on a New Year's resolution. I'm already resolution. surprised. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Not to, like, t- t- not to change the, uh, the approach here. But a couple of years ago, um, a girlfriend of mine said, I want to get together all of these badass women from, like, that I know. Okay. And we all hung out on New Year's Eve, which was awesome. Whoa. Which was really, really fun. Um, and I got to meet... People who I'd never met before who were in completely different walks of life. It was yeah. very neat. But she, her thing was, the host said, everyone has to go around. You don't necessarily have to share it, but consider a word. Instead of a resolution, a word for your next year. I like that. So you kind of take all the things that you are thinking about, hoping about, whatever, yep. and like boil it down. And it's so much harder then, oh, I'm going to go to the gym or yeah. I'm going to call my Force friends more. It does. And it makes you, I think it's the thought that you have to put into it mm-hmm. that really makes it more of a commitment yeah. because you're like, okay, this is my word. And maybe that doesn't, you know, and I, w- I remember I shared my word with one of my best friends and she was like, no, it's not. That's That doesn't sound what you, like the word you're trying to describe. I'm like, okay, okay what would be a better word? Oh, so you like work on it together. Yeah. Almost. And we went around the group and they were like, cool. what about, and it, I think what somebody's was like open. I'm going to take that this year. I'm for... sorry. I don't know if that's your thing, but I'm, I'm going to take that. That's good. <laughs> that's Isn't re- it good? Yeah. Because I think New Year's resolutions, they sometimes loom so large and it's almost impossible. Like you make this promise to yourself, you know, but then January 1st comes, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, and you're like, man, whoa. But if you distill it down to a word that you can think about every day, one, you won't forget it, and two, you've kind of put in this pre-work to understand what you're actually doing for your New Year's resolution, and then it makes it simple. I just think it gets too complicated most of the time, and so simplifying it. 
could be really helpful. Yeah, I mean, some people say, you know, write down your goal every single day because it won't leave your mind. And yeah. like the manifesting idea, like totally. if you just really focus on it, it'll make it happen. Mm. But the word thing, I don't know what it is. I really like that idea. Yeah, language is powerful. Yeah, so yeah. that's what I mean. I'm not into resolutions, but I'm into words. That's like a that's like <laughs> a man. I don't even know what to call that. That's a word illusion. I don't know. Like a mantra for your a mantra. For your year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I like that. I'm gonna do a mantra instead of a resolution. I like that a lot. Wow. Well, yeah, I was not expecting that at all. Um, <laughs> that'll do it for us today on the DMV Download. We're brought to you by Steamfitters, local 602. We are, uh, of course, on social media and would love to hear from you guys on there. You can become a VIP listener at dmvdownload.com. The DMV Download is a product of WTOP News. Listen on 103.5 FM in the D.C. area, 107.7 FM in Virginia, 103.9 FM if you're driving around Frederick, Maryland, online at WTOP.com, and, of course, on the WTOP News app. Have a great night, and we'll see you tomorrow.